this year, particularly when their plans have been changed and I guess what they valued and had put down as a plan, they've had to adapt. And I have to honestly say, like, they've been amazing because they've just been so grateful to get married. You're listening to the Imperfectly Perfect Weddings podcast, a show that educates, informs and entertains couples planning their wedding. I'm Brendan Creaser, a wedding photographer from the Mornington Peninsula, and I'm sitting down with wedding vendors to share stories of past weddings, to hear the lessons they've learned and how to make an impact on your day. Hello and welcome to another episode of Imperfectly Perfect Weddings. I have Emma from Events by Emma Curry here today and I'm really excited to have you on Emma because you're a wedding planner and an on-the-day coordinator so you are probably one of the best people to talk about when a day just doesn't go to plan and that, that it's okay and that's why your job exists to make it okay so thank you for coming on. Thanks for having me. This is great. <laughs> now I, I've kind of fallen in love with your Instagram feed mainly because you've got so much value in there. It's more than just pretty pictures, which a lot of Instagrams are. You're actually putting some great information up about, you know, the one that really caught my eye was your 15 DIY wedding venues in Victoria, because I had a look through and I must say there's some absolute fantastic venues on there that I've worked at and I love them so much. I was so glad to see a few of them on. Kind of a lot around traditions and if they're important to you, then yes, keep them, but you can ditch the traditions and everything like that. So kind of where where has your love and your passion for this wedding planning and coordinating come from and that education side as well? Oh, wow. So I think it's come from, obviously, a lot of people say this, but from planning my own wedding. Yes. Um, back in 2015. And um, my background's Um, product development so product management Mm. so I've worked 15 years doing product timelines all that sort of stuff and organizing events within that and then I was organizing my own wedding and I was like where do I even start here yeah I include and you know what elements do we want in our day and I was looking through resources trying to find things you know to help me plan my wedding and I was just like thinking, wouldn't it be great? The day, it was actually the night before my wedding. I was packing favors. Wow. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. You pushed. And you pushed was, the limit. Yeah. <laughs> While my husband to be was having a great time. Of course. Um, I was like, what? You know, this should be really enjoyable. I should be enjoying and spending it with family and friends that have come from interstate um, to stay with me to enjoy and unpacking out favours, what am I doing? Uh, and I was also, am I missing anything? What haven't I planned? Are there, you know, have I got everything? Just I really felt like it would have been nice to just have a checklist, have someone to check in with me to say, you know, have you got all of this? What do you want done on the day? And then the stress not Kind of taken down, away you know, from you a little yeah. bit. And because there's, I mean, there is so much information online about what to have on your day and how to plan a wedding. But to be honest, a lot of them are like these long form blogs that, to be honest, are kind of SEO heavy. A lot of them are written to be ranked in Google searches and stuff. And that's where a lot of the content comes from. So even siphoning through and and finding that quality content. And as you said, like a a bit more of a checklist and someone to lean on. um, I think that's great. And Looking through your um, your post and your website and having a bit of a chat to you before as well, this becomes probably m- most important around the private property 
wedding, would you say, or particularly yeah. important? Yeah, and I think well, most of my couples have a clear idea of what they want. So I always say, you know, pick three things that you both value for your wedding day and focus on that, and that helps you with your budget and everything like that. Um, but, you know, it's a mixture now of 50 and 50 of private property and venues because I'm basically as soon as they book me for it's called on the day coordination, but it's really wedding day management. They get resources to help them plan out their wedding checklist to help them go through and they work on questionnaires with me so that I can help guide them. And then we work closely on their timeline then we do a site visit to make sure, you know, where do they want things, their vision. But I think yeah. one of the most specific things we work on together is how do they want to feel? Mm. How do you want to feel and how that's reflected in your timeline? And how, how do you want to feel and how do you want your suppliers to deliver what you want? And you have to be able to communicate that and you know, having that detailed in your supplier timelines to your suppliers is really key and then there's no room for questions or errors and I guess there's an element of it that's a structure that you have to go through and then on the day there's things that pop up that your wedding coordinator has to tackle. Um, but, yeah, I'm seeing it increase across to venues as well. So it really depends on yeah, the couple and what they value. I, there's kind of two sides to it. So there's there's the wedding planning, which goes into exactly that, the timelines, the how do you want to feel, obviously, in communicating, and then there's the on-the-day management too. So uh, that's kind of, it's almost two roles in one, really, because quite often for a venue or sometimes for a venue, there'll be someone that's there for on-the-day management to solve some of those problems. Um, but you're really able to kind of, cross it all and and be talking about other vendors and going beyond just the venue itself um so that's really really amazing so you must be able to provide a really cool service there for your couples um yeah i just i felt like it was really missing like i can turn up and do a great job but how are they feel they're still feeling stressed in the lead up you know, you know. So i was like okay let's work on what you want and then four weeks out six weeks out from your wedding day that's all completed with me and then I actually take over that communication. So I'm actually dealing directly with their venue coordinator to say, okay, here's the supplier list, here's all the details, here's even all the Instagram handles of all the suppliers so if you want to go follow who they are. Uh, just things that I really wish that I had when I got married. Yeah, yeah. As you said, to take that stress away. You know, it's a huge event, a wedding. It, it's actually... It's a massive event. And if it's it's if you're not used to doing it for a job, if you've never organized or planned events before, there's so many moving parts that come together. So I can understand why it becomes so overwhelming for people. Absolutely. Yeah, exactly. Now, over the years when you've been working, I'm sure there's kind of that one day, or, or I should put it to you, is there that one day or something that's really stuck with you that was a bit of just like a wow, like a pinch yourself moment, pinch yourself wedding that you've enjoyed being a part of at all? All of them. Yeah. All, yeah. Because all my couples uniquely do it their way. So I've enjoyed every single one. Um, and just watching their plans come to life. This year, particularly when their plans have been changed, and I guess what they valued and had put down as a plan, they've had to adapt. And I have to honestly say, like, 
they have been amazing because they're just being so grateful to get married. So they have just adapted to whatever the restrictions are or the scenario has been. And the couples haven't been able to wipe the smiles off their face. So it's really um, been beautiful and also a lot more intimate. So you feel like you're a part of the family. Yeah. So, yeah, it's been really lovely, although a very challenging. (laughs) Challenging nonetheless. (laughs) Yeah, it's been beautiful and amazing. And, you know, it's been hard with couples that have got a lot of family overseas, but they've done a lot of Zoom. Um, Even being lucky to be involved in a wedding where the bride's whole family couldn't come and they found out that I was the wedding planner. They contacted me in secret and sent me a little audio for their speeches that I didn't let them know. And then we played it through their reception. So that's unreal. Yeah, that's amazing. (laughs) That's so good. Yeah. So I think, um, yeah, this year and last year, it's been a roller coaster ride for a lot of couples, but it's been so amazing to be part of their day. So not one just stands out for me. A lot of them have been so good because it's just been unique. They've brought it back to what they really value. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I totally appreciate that. And I totally appreciate you saying kind of this whole last year especially has been as hard as it is. There's so many positives to take out of it as well. Um, and as wedding vendors, we've definitely entrenched ourselves in their plans a bit more. Um, so, yeah, that's a great little story. I like yeah. that. And that's fantastic. How sweet's that to get a little speech from yeah, the family so overseas? Beautiful. But um, I can just imagine <laughs> the look on their face that the photographer in me is going, oh, my gosh, I know exactly where I need to be when that starts. <laughs> I, could, I, I was like, it was during the speeches and I was like, oh, how am I going to do this? And, um, yeah, so we did it during the speeches and, yeah, was really lovely they had no idea and I was hiding up the back because I was like oh it's actually but I listened to it in my car the first time and then I thought okay yep I had my cry I'll be right on the day and then no on the day I was hiding oh, no. in the bushes <laughs> so yeah it's it was beautiful to be a part of there wouldn't have been a dry eye in the house for that one I could imagine no, it, was, it was so good yeah and then you you obviously on the day coordination. So uh, one big part of your job is to pivot and to this is running delayed or this is happening. We're just going to skirt around it. And I think the beauty of that is there's less kind of, you know what? I, I really hate days where someone walks up to a couple and says, what do you want to do here? It should kind of have already been almost taken care of up to that stage. And then there's other people around you that can answer that. Um, rather than putting people on the spot. So has there been a day that sticks with you that things just haven't gone to plan exactly, um, but you've worked around it and you've still made it awesome? Always. I think there's always things that pop up and I think I can write down my list of what I actually do on the day, but if I'm not running around like constantly, there's something wrong. (laughs) Yes. Um, Yeah, there's like... There is other things from the checklist that I provide of what I do and, you know, raining, moving ceremonies from outside to inside, then outside again because it's nice weather, you know, having someone to do that for you, having your family and friends present at your wedding day is also really important and I think, you know, they're the ones that uh, that load is put on them if you know, things need adjusting or coordination needs to happen and you're at a private property or a DIY location, 
it means that your family and friends can have a good time. They can enjoy it. They can take in every moment with you. So, yeah, there's been times where I've had to move ceremony locations to inside, um, fix dresses, fix buttons. Um, the MC was doing his duties, so his meal's gone because it's shared plates So then I'm running around getting <laughs> more food. Um, heating's not working outdoors, so getting blankets for guests or, you know, there's just so many things that you just think, okay, today's going to be awesome, nothing's going to happen, then you're like, okay, yeah, let's pivot here, let's do this, let's move everyone this way, let's put everyone inside the marquee instead of having the ceremony outside. Um, so, yeah, a lot of things planning up to it, but then you can't, you just can't underestimate what will happen on the day. It's yeah. always something. Yeah. And, I mean, you know, raining is one thing, but I don't think it's a big deal. I think you can plan for that. Have an, have an idea of what you're going to do, which we plan out with my couples, I plan out. And then on the day, um, you know, umbrellas, like umbrellas. I got absolutely drenched at a wedding in April, um, right down to my toes, just, <laughs> and the bride was not one bit wet. Amazing. <laughs> the, Amazing. Yeah, neither was the bride's <laughs> it was my job, and neither were any of the guests because I made sure from the car park into the chapel that they were all you know, kept warm and dry. And I just think, you know, there's always things that happen that underestimated how many drinks they needed. So we've had yeah. to pop out. Yes. Um, yeah. Just having someone to navigate those things. Yeah. The weather's a funny one. Rain's a funny one. I don't think I've, I mean, I certainly have never had a wedding where the rain has ruined it. I've had plenty no. weddings where it's rained. And so many times people are like, oh, I just don't want it to rain and this and that. And, and look, even one that comes to mind that we were a little bit underprepared. We just really, the, the couple didn't really want a wet weather option. And we were like, all right, let's throw caution to the wind. Let's go with it. And it ended up bucketing down. It was that, of course, it was yeah. going to happen. It was that one day and we we're running around and getting it all sorted. Um, and she, you know, we had umbrellas. I always keep a car full of umbrellas. She didn't, she didn't bloody want them. She didn't want them. Guests had them. She was happy just walking down the aisle. The bridesmaids, bless them, just walked down the aisle in the rain. And they absolutely just love the wedding. Like not once can I think of it when it's ruined it. It changes. No. But that's about it. it. Yeah, it rained at mine. So I had a winery wedding outside ceremony. And then it was thing when I arrived. And then basically I got through my whole ceremony. And then as soon as my group photo then everyone just ran inside. yeah it's, it, it makes the most but like, I've got the most beautiful photos yes yeah yeah there's like there's another element attached to it and it really creates I think I think weather creates a bit of a buzz I think yes, as soon yeah. as there's a bit of a storm and kind of something thrown in the mix a bit of a curveball and this probably extends beyond weather as well like you know, there's things that you don't wish upon weddings, of course, like there's late guests and there's awkward things. I've been to a wedding where um, it was a family member of mine, mind you, um, where the father of the groom forgot his pants. So we had no, he had no appropriate pants and he was staying on site beforehand. So it was quite a short amount of time before the ceremony that you realized this. Now, bless him, instead of just 
putting his jeans on and it wasn't his day. Nobody would have noticed. He decided to drive home and go and collect his proper suit pants and, and eventually be about half an hour, 45 minutes late for the ceremony. And at the time, sure, my sister, it was my sister, I can announce, um, she was ropeable. I'm sure if you ask her now, it just turns into a funny story. And, and that's the yeah. thing, like looking back, it's almost like there was something unique and, and that wedding will stand out for so many more reasons now, like because a few things went wrong and you had to change it up. So I almost, you, you don't welcome them, but, but it's just so part and parcel, it's normal. But having someone in, the, in, in your corner is, is the most important thing. I, as a general rule, I kind of speak to my guests and stuff and say just having a good network of your vendors is so necessary that are there in your corner. And then to have a leader on top of that as well that we can then all turn to. And like that is that next level of you've just got this beautifully structured team that you can just organize anything. Yeah. Yeah. And the ones where I see things go a bit wrong is when they've done too much DIY. Yeah. Okay. And they haven't a supplier team. So they've outsourced it to a friend of a friend of a friend. Mm-hmm. It, it, your solid supplier team makes such a difference. And I guess my role is to be the eyes and ears for that supplier team and add in and help and assist wherever I can. So if the Floris turns up and she's got another job and she's running behind and she needs help pulling off the rose petals for the roses. I'm there. I'm helping. The caterer needs help, you know, with the cutlery or the bar staff need help with clearing the glasses, you know, I'm another hands to help with that. And letting your photographer know, okay, yep, they're having a break. Let's have dinner now. Dinner's being served, you guys. I'll let you know when the next um, formality is coming up and give you plenty of time. Yeah, yeah. Hey, that that sounds like a dream. <laughs> Not <laughs> here's your meal. By the way, uh, speeches are happening in five minutes. Sorry, what? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I need to be there for speeches. I got to get indigestion. Uh, yeah, <laughs> communication. I mean, it all comes down to communication, really. And if you're there to be the it communicator, is. then there's no breakdown. Um, so that's really, really important. Um, I guess let's let's kind of wrap it up with, do you have a couple of surefire tips for a, if you're planning a DIY wedding in particular? Like, are there any extra things that you'd really encourage people to think about um, for a DIY? Have, definitely have someone there, like a wedding coordinator. Um, not just saying, it doesn't have to be me, whoever you connect with. Uh, just think about, I've been hired before by parents because it's at their property, they want to have a good time. And, um, you yeah, have someone there that's in charge and that so you can relax and enjoy it and, you know, all that planning that you've done um, can be executed and be seamless and then you can be a guest at your own celebration. Um, so one thing, um, another thing is always have a backup plan for weather. So if you have... Marquee is a master of private property if you don't have a space um, and you can always have your ceremony in there and your reception. So, you know, you don't have to have two areas. Um, and then if the weather turns out to be brilliant half an hour before, hello, there's me sweating around, moving everything. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, always have a backup plan. Have a really solid supplier team. Don't DIY a lot of things. If you want to do a BYO bar, in terms of alcohol, do that, but have really qualified bar staff as well. Um, catering, food trucks are awesome. 
caterers that you know, can come in with their own equipment are also amazing. I think, you know, that's when I've seen things go wrong is when people try to do too much themselves. Yeah. It kind of makes me feel like, like, you know, having Christmas at your house or having a big dinner party at your house, if you're hosting it, you're inevitably the one in the kitchen and clearing up and doing the dishes and stuff. Whereas, you, you, this is the last thing you want on your wedding day. And the um, yes. and the bar staff ones are probably a good one of that. I think that's probably something that people do think, oh, we'll just throw some big buckets of ice and people can help themselves. But it's almost the other side of it as well around the whole cleanup. So the last thing you want is everybody, and, and we do, you're at a wedding, you, you finish your beer and you put it on the nearest table and, and you'll, you'll leave it there because you're quickly being whisked off to the dance floor. So it's a lot of the time that other side of it as well. You've got people there who are trained, who know what they're doing to look out for, to keep the place looking neat and keeping it presentable. Yeah. have And that's another thing, have rubbish bins, cool room for that sort of things because you will be surprised with the amount of rubbish and sometimes you'll need a generator as well. But I've got a full checklist for private property weddings on my blog as well. Um, but yeah, really important to have like a solid supplier team. Yep. Amazing. Thank you, Emma. That's been some fantastic knowledge. Um, and if you want to check her out, so it's events by Emma Curry is the Instagram. And then your website is events by And then, as you said, you've got some awesome resources there. And I, and I strongly suggest jump on her Instagram at least, and just have a little flick through. I'm looking through now and there's just so many little tiles of education and tidbits and stuff that are easy to digest, um, but really, really impactful. So thanks for putting them together. I've really enjoyed them and I'm sure a lot of other people are too. Thanks so much for having me. It's been great. Thank you. Pleasure. See you later.